Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Mahler, and as always on Fridays, Mr. Matthew Rooney. I like it, everybody. We're kind of like with a gray thing. We don't really ever communicate on this, but it's nice that we all look alike. Nice. I don't know. We don't have much time for banter, honestly. I did this. We have like 10 things. We always have time for banter on this There's show. no time for banter because holiday weekend starts in 28 minutes, guys. Again. My in-laws are showing up earlier than I thought. The house is a mess. My wife is stressed beyond relief about that. I promised her I'd go home a little early and do some cleaning before I finish up everything else I need to do today. So I'm, I'm a, I have a hard out. But I don't really, I don't give a shit. It'll get there. I told the kids to clean. I'm sure that'll go fine. Yeah, it'll help a little I, I bit. Put an 11-year-old in charge of cleaning the house. I'm sure it'll be what could spotless. Go wrong? We've all seen Home Alone, guys. But yeah, there is like six different sports. Let's uh, start in the NFL. I know the uh, with Drew traveling and also being sick and me being sick. A little light on deep dives over the last month, but... Looks like uh, he's going to planes, trains, and automobile his way back to California here. We should be a go-go for Sunday. Everything should be fine. We should be back on a, a pretty normal schedule as we slide into week 18. With some exciting playoff scenarios on the on the board. And I did make more bets than this, but I just wanted to go with a theme. I bet a bunch of unders this week. A lot of it is just due to some ineptness. Um, from some of these teams. I mean, starting off with the Browns, these are lower totals too, and we've seen this this year. There's been a lot of low totals. There are There's only one total in the 50s this week. I mean, last year we'd see three, four a week sometimes. We'd see some 55s popping, but right now it's only because the Lions and Bears defenses are so, 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 so bad that we have a 50 on the board, but Browns commanders are we are going to see Carson Wentz uh, we have not seen Antonio Gibson practicing which is a bit of a problem for Washington who needs to win their final two games to get into the playoffs luckily the Browns offense uh, stinks out loud under Watson so far we haven't seen a real good connection between him and Cooper we haven't seen the running game do what it's done for the last couple of years so I think this is another slog both teams in the teens not sure who wins I'll be cheering for Washington, even though it's Carson Wentz, and I never want to cheer for that guy because he is a straight-up putz. Uh, the Jets have a really good defense. Everyone knows this now. In fact, it's a top-five defense on a lot of team, uh, a lot of people's rankings. They head to Seattle where the Seattle offense has fallen off a goddamn cliff. Gino, I don't know, like Gino had a painting up in his attic of him as a younger man, as a better quarterback, and then somebody destroyed it. And he is back to back to normal. It was a really, really deep reference. And I'm not going to go with ever again. But Gino just is broken. Gino's broken now. Like it's it's not the same. He's still decent, but we're not seeing the high level uh, Seattle offense. And we have uh, Lockett very dinged up again. It could be an issue there. Um, Kenneth Walker back, but still dinged up. So this is going to be a, another ugly under. I think the Jets defense steps up mightily. And I know Mike White's back, but it's still not a great offense. This is the highest total of the three, and I still love this under. Another one where, you know, like 20 to 10 Jets kind of checks out in that one. And then, of course, the Patriots, who have been scoring some points. But if you just look at the scoreboard and say, hey, the Patriots didn't do too bad last week, did they? 
Some of it is uh, kind of sneaky, sneaky, because what, what was the score in the last week's Patriots game? Let me pull this up. I feel like I bet on this one. Was it a, Was it the Thursday game? Yeah. Man, why, what, what? No, that was Jacksonville. Jackson. So 22-18. They only put up 18. All of it in the second half. Only two of those scores were from the offense. They continue to get scores from their defense and special teams. And again, we don't give a shit, Andy, but the Patriots are my fantasy defense. So oh, scoring that's... scoring a touchdown the past two weeks during the playoffs has been just hunky-dory for me, but it's not sustainable. It's not something you're going to see continuing every single week. The offense stinks out loud. Everybody stinks out loud this year, and I don't expect a big scoring output from them, when, them in this one either against a decent at time Miami Dolphins who will be – Starting Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Covers was great in years past. The two games we saw him so far this year, not so much. Not looking for Teddy to be able to take care, take advantage of those high-end dynamic weapons they have. So this is going to be a gross game, too. And it's a divisional game. Patriots-Dolphins Patriots, Dolphins games just go under in general. So under, under, under. Under full weekend for me. So those are three games I won't watch. I was going to say, like, you can't watch those games now. Like yeah, luckily there's no bias anymore. You know, obviously it's this late in the season, so there's plenty of football to watch. I'll watch the other ones. That's true. Yeah, look at a whole lot of games. What the marquee game is of the day. It's a shame. Well, I guess the Chiefs. Whatever I bet was last night. I had the over forty. Um, some people probably got it thirty nine and a half. I didn't buy that, so it did land on forty last night. But we all lumped on that second half over a little bit. That was nice to see it come home and. Game was actually halfway decent last night at times, uh, better than I thought. So Dobbs didn't look horrible at uh, against a very beat-up defense. But we'll see how that goes. They have not decided if it's Dobbs or Willis in Week 18 in the win-and-in AFC South color rush game of the week of the year of the month. And I hope they do color before rush. All that, yeah, they should. Absolutely should. It's an homage to those two teams and what they've done over the years. So, uh, but before all that happens, we'll have some bowl games. And Matt, it's all over a couple of these. Yeah, uh, we got a big slate today. I think there's four. I think there's five or so. And with the Orange Bowl tonight, I'm not touching that one though. There's too many opt-outs and such. Uh, first, I'm going to start at the bottom there because that's the 11 o'clock game. I just put it in last. Uh, 11 o'clock, Maryland and NC State. Um, a lot of opt-outs on both sides, a lot of injuries on both sides. NC State's going to want to run the ball. I'm not terribly sure Maryland's going to be able to throw the ball with their receiver, with most of their receivers out getting ready for the NFL. Um, that one seems like they're going to probably try and run too. I'm not sure they're going to be able to because NC State's run defense is very good. To me, the under 45 and a half, I think you're going to see two teams just really try and run the ball and that clock move quite a bit. Uh, next, laying seven and a half with UCLA uh, against Pitt. Um, UCLA has a lot of guys that surprisingly look like they're probably going to play and not opt out in their quarterback, Dorian Thompson Robinson, the receiver, uh, Jake Bobo. I always forget his first name. His last name's Bobo. Zach Charbonnet, the running back, looks like he might play too, whereas Pitt has just about everybody offensively opting out. The quarterback's out, the running back's out, losing a lot of people there. So that just seems like a game with, with zero motivation for Pitt, and UCLA is going to have some guys. So I think UCLA wins that one pretty easily. 
Uh, and then Notre Dame, South Carolina. I like the over 50 and a half this one, in this one. I, I think South Carolina's offense is pretty good. I think Spencer Rattler is going to want to put on a, sh- a show to close out the season here. And that South Carolina offense has been pretty good down the stretch. They put up 30-plus against Clemson. They put up 60-whatever it was against Tennessee. Like, that offense can score. Notre Dame has some injuries and opt-outs on defense. And I think offensively, uh, Notre Dame is going to be more aggressive. Tyler Buckner is playing and will, will probably be his only start – they probably will not be the starter next year if they get their key transfers in. Um, but I think he's going to want to be aggressive. I think Notre Dame's going to throw the ball around a little bit more. And they're going to be able to run the football because South Carolina's run defense isn't very good. So I think you're going to have two pretty aggressive offenses in this in this one that are going to be able to put up some points against some banged up and opted out defenses. Yeah. And as uh, Lake Show's yeah. mentioning, UCLA is catching some steam. Wow. Every one, every one of these games, you see these this weird steam. Um, some of it's informational, some of it, I guess, is you know, late opt outs or whatnot, but yeah. And Malik Willis is bad, he's not, he's, he's not good, he's not good. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's just, it feels like one of those prereqs for being a quarterback is being able to throw the ball. Yeah, good. it he's helps, not very, it's not very good at that part of it. So it helps when you can do that. Not a football expert, but such is such is life. So, um, the NBA, you know what. I did get tickets tomorrow. I'm going Hello. to Timberwolves Pistons. Let's two go teams, Wolves. Two teams that stink. Going tomorrow night. Tickets were so cheap. Like has Minnesota been uh, that bad this year? I know they've been disappointing. Uh, they've been like terrible. No, they're not horrible, but they've been. You know, they were very much hyped up after they go bear signing, yeah. and they're actually playing tonight. Noops has a hot take on on my Wood Dogs tonight. Yep, just a couple plays tonight. Yeah, Matt, you look at it, they're three games below 500. It's hard to believe that they might not even make the play-in game here. I do think that they'll sort of snap into a little bit of form, but it's just been weird trying to integrate Gobert. Carl Anthony Towns has missed a bunch of times, so we'll see. But Friday night, NBA, pretty decent-sized slate, nine games, some sort of clunky matchups. Again, a lot of injury nonsense, a lot of things to kind of pick apart, um, you know, the, the – one of the other looks that I thought about maybe playing Trailblazers minus two against the Warriors. It's a good matchup for Portland. But like my Philadelphia 76ers tonight, have them as uh, almost three-point favorites here against the New Orleans Pelicans. In New Orleans, the Pelicans will be without Brandon Ingram. Um, really been a trouble problem for them defensively. I'm really struggling to see what people are going to do tonight um, in terms of trying to slow, da- slow down James Harden. And a Sixers offense that has been pretty solid here. And Beat has done really well against Zion the handful of times they've played. He seems to be one of the few people that could actually slow down Zion at the rim. And on the other end of the floor, you know, Valanchunas, some of the bigs on New Orleans really struggle to stop and beat. So I think the Sixers continue to play great basketball here again. Have them three, almost three and a half point favorites. So just grab the money line at minus 115. If you have minus one at less than standard juice, that's fine too. And then Timberwolves Bucks over 227. Um, this is a bet I actually made it a worse number last night. A uh, bit over 228 and a half before I went to bed. I'm um, seeing some 229s and dropped down to 227 this morning. I'm not really sure why, but both teams have really picked up their pace the last week or so. The offense of the Timberwolves seems to have kind of found a little bit of a rhythm here now with Gobert having played for a little while and Towns not being on the floor. And we know how good Towns is, but I think it's just kind of simplified things for them. And they're scoring more points night in, night out. Same thing with the Bucks. Um, looks like Drew Holiday might not play tonight. But even without them, they continue to push the pace as a team with some depth. Um, and you get a little more three-point shooting on the floor, honestly. So like this over tonight, had this in the low 230s. So give me the Sixers and then the Timberwolves Bucks over. 
Wait, is that game in Milwaukee? Milwaukee. Oh, man. I mean, that's not the worst. Fuck, you could drive that in like four hours. Same time zone. Yeah, it's, it's not the worst. Game. Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying when they when they get back uh, tomorrow because they have a, a game in Minneapolis. Too. I don't want to see tired. Like, I'm going to be They'll pissed. be back in Minneapolis tonight. I'm going to be pissed if I bought tickets to a goddamn game and they rest. They're like, oh, Edwards is tired and it's New Year's Eve. Like, he's not playing. I think you'll be fine. I honestly, I, my daughter, my daughter would be pissed. That's her favorite player. Like she, she's definitely gonna be wearing this jersey tomorrow. So, yeah, not good. Uh, let's. They can't be resting players. They have, they have no, ground to make up. That. So, they wouldn't do that to me. So, college ball. Um, the fun part about college ball yesterday was I forgot about it. Not that I didn't bet it or I didn't put it in, you know, the BetSports app or talking about it here. I forgot completely about it happening as I was watching the first half of Silence with the, of the Lambs and then right into the football game. And then it was like 9 30, 10 o'clock my time. I'm like, oh yeah, I wonder how those games went. And just a sweat free two out of three. I believe one of the team, one of my underdogs won outright as like a seven point dog. One of them just covered a small number and the other one got the ever living shit kicked out of them, which is kind of the, the, it's like the baseball with the, the true outcomes. That's what happens. Either, oh my God, they, they won the game, even though they're eight point dogs. Like, oh, they just stayed in or it's never close. It's like, oh, they lost by 30. So such is life. Yeah. And the, the, somebody's saying the coastal Carolina game took years off my life. You're lucky. Yeah. I just, I don't go back sometimes and even look at those box scores. I don't want to know how it ended up a one-point game at the end. Those are usually manic endings like that. So, And it looks like some people are saying they should have even won. So good for them. Let's go Coastal. But tonight I have a couple looks. I believe both in the – uh, not the Patriot League. I was looking at the Patriot League early. This is the Atlantic Sun, the Stetson Mad Hatters of the Atlantic Sun – Taking on the Lipscomb somethings, uh, Lipscomb lovers. I'm not sure what their mascot is anymore. Uh, Lipscomb, decent shooting team, can't get to the line, kind of a horrid defense, can't defend the three, gives up, uh, eh, just doesn't force turnovers. Like, kind of a middle of the pack team. Stetson is, I, I honestly, I have these teams a lot closer than seven, I have them very similar in a lot of regards. Outside of Stetson's defense is bleeping horrible. And it is an away game. It should be a little tougher, but I can't get this to seven. So I like that quite a bit at that price point. That's very, very widely available still at this point. And if I can find my way back, Leah, oh, the bison. Dan is, Dan is the saying, bison. Dan's good. The bison. The bison. Which is one of my favorite animals that I've seen out in the wild. Just huge. He's huge, and we did see him once in the winter when they have all the frost and snow, and they're breathing, and they're just breathing big clouds, and it makes you feel like you're like straight up in those Yellowstone prequel shows for real. But uh, the Lehigh, and again, I don't know, I don't know what the uh, let's see. used to know all these Lehigh lovers. I should I mean, know I what Lehigh's just, you really it's just, a bird of some sort. You just keep going back to the lovers. I know, but it's alliteration. Uh, this isn't the Patriot League. Lehigh is taking on Some the Army, the Army Black Knights, which I do know. They're getting six here. Lehigh is an overall bad team. 
their offense that good. Actually, their Mountain defense Hawks, is I like that. defense is the the kind of the highlight of this team. The real highlight of this team is they're a shitty team who shoots a decent amount of threes and shoots them well. So if they play a good team, that's not enough to get you in a game. They played Cornell the other day. Cornell's a good team. They lost by thirty. You know they played they played Wisconsin. They lost by twenty. Whatever. If you're going to play a good team, it's you're going to struggle. But they have hung with some of these other teams. In fact, they have wins over Marist. I thought Marist is a good team. Wins over St. Francis, PA, not New York. And then some wins over some real shit teams. But Army, I don't have Army that much of a better team. This is another one, too, where it's like, are these teams that dissimilar? Army sucks in the offensive rebounding. Army can't force a turnover. Army doesn't shoot the three ball that well. And uh, just the defense kind of stinks out loud here, too. So this is, and yeah, that Wisconsin game was tied with six minutes ago. I remember seeing, so I would point that out. Um, Badgers are uh, kind of a weird team this year. Lehigh, though, plus six. I like these both. They're both available still right now. I put them in on Vetsperts early this morning. That's it for the night. Just those two, not the smallest of cards, but there wasn't a ton of value that I could find. No, that makes sense. And I saw in the chat, Alyssa was asking for Bulls Pistons first field goal scorer. Go with Ao and Isaiah Stewart. Ooh. It's a tough one because apparently neither the Pistons nor the Bulls win a lot of tips. So it really could be anybody tonight. But it looks like the Bulls give up a lot of first field goals to big guys and then point guards when you're going when you're going up against the Pistons. So Ao's like twelve to one, and Stewart's like nine to one. Go ahead and play some big numbers. I like that. I'm throw my some wife, Io. my. My wife just texted me. She's doing some year-end uh, finance stuff, planning the budget for next year. Sure. She made the mistake of pulling up her 401k and looking at that number. It's like year-over-year year market value change. She's not impressed with that. Don't, uh, don't look at she's, don't look at those this year, people. She, yeah, just, she's, like, that's what, she's like, that's what I made this year. Just wait till <laughs> next year. It's not good, guys. I'm like it's cyclical. You're not you're you're 30 something. You're not retiring this year. You're not touching it'll that be, for a while. It'll be, be fine. Let it go. Home yeah, you can't touch that for years. You set it and yeah. forget it. Set it, forget it. That's what we're doing in the National Hockey League. You got a couple of looks. We have was, uh we got afternoon hockey. Well, afternoon hockey for me and Andy. I guess it would be evening hockey hockey for noobs. It's a it's a five PM Eastern puck drop four. Dinner hot. It's, it's not like he lives in England, man. Well, no, it's, it's like well, an hour for, for me. Well, no, for me, five o'clock is when I is is that's the fair. official that's beginning fair. of the evening. So that's when it stops being the afternoon. Cocktail four o'clock still the afternoon. So that's what I say. That, Andy, your can is freaking me out with the green screen behind you. <laughs> I'm tired this morning. What is that? What was that? Monster? Red Bull. Red, Red Bull. Bull. Oh. My all right. Like the bull. We don't have time for banter, but my son got a like. 14,000 piece Lego set. Oh, yeah, we talked about and, this. Oh, so I, he loves them, but he likes it when I help him find the pieces. So every morning before work, we do a bag or two because there's like 10, 15 bags of Lego. You open one bag at a time and do that part. The, the instruction book is like Anna Karenina. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So we, but we did, I got up a little earlier. We did a little extra this morning to work on it. And oh my God. Anyway. It's not a hockey set, but you are a hockey better than Matt. And tell me what uh, puck line we're laying today, because Lord knows you're laying a puck line at plus money. Of course we're laying a puck line at plus money. That's what we do. It's the same thing with baseball with run lines. We're going to lay the Predators minus one and a half uh, in Anaheim 
Anaheim is, uh, we talked about it with the Blackhawks the other night, how they're kind of become a, usually just you're good to fade them on the puck line. If it's a plus money, that's been working. Ducks are getting to that point too. Um, they're a very bad hockey team. They're allowing over four goals a game and Nashville doesn't score a ton, but they do play pretty good defense. And this is a matchup for them defensively that you can probably count on them getting right, putting in a few more pucks in the net offensively because defensively and in the net, the Ducks are terrible. Yes, Andy. I thought the Predators were in Chicago. Wasn't that in the news earlier? I'm looking at ESPN Nashville. No, that's a that's a that's a joke about the crimes. This is a bad joke of that. some sort. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's a joke about the crimes committed by your hockey team. Anyway, Kraken Oilers. Yeah, that was ten years ago, and everybody's yeah, gone. But I, that's fine. Jeez, Andy. Uh, yeah, we're gonna take Predators. We're gonna lay, lay them on the puck line there, and then uh, Kraken Oilers over six and a half. You got two teams that score a lot of goals, and you got two teams that let up a, a lot of goals. Both teams are averaging right around three and a half. They're both letting in around three point three. Uh, I, I think Kraken's uh, it's four of their last five have gone seven or higher with a couple hitting like eight. Uh, Oilers have done so, done something similar. I think it's four out of the last five, five of the last six or something like that. Uh, so give me these two teams. It, both teams struggle in net. Uh, both teams struggle at times defensively, and they can they, they play at a faster pace. I think the last time I took a Kraken over that I gave out on the show was the 9-8 to eight win over the Kings. That one hit pretty easily. So let's hope we get something like that here tonight. Uh, give me the Kraken and the Oilers over 6.5 tonight in Seattle. All right, the last bet of the year, Noops. A lot of pressure. No, and actually it's it's multiple, but it's fitting nope. that it's tennis too. I didn't realize yeah, that. That's this. I wish you hadn't said anything. Now I'm nervous. Yeah, I know. We might have to. Maybe I'll have to throw in a soccer one at the end, just to like take the juju. You know, take take the hex off of you for this one. But uh, low key, the United Cup has been kind of good. There's been some good matches. Like I poo pooed the United Cup, but it's it seems like the teams and the countries are taking it pretty seriously and like want to win for for their nation despite it being i mean it would be like playing the world cup right before the season started and like hey all your soccer players you like hey you got to worry about your your club teams but right now you really got to focus in on the biggest tournament of the year uh for your countries i don't know that the people don't seem to be letting us down here it's been good it has been really fun. Again, I think adding more ranking points to it, they up the prizes a little bit. And tennis has always had the weird thing of really important events early. Again, one of the four most important tournaments of the year is in week three of the season. So yeah. it's they're kind of used to it at this point. But yeah, it's refreshing to watch everybody. Um, the matches have been a lot of fun. Now, Potoroska unfortunately didn't get it done for us overnight, but at least I was right. She was going to win or get smoked. She, oh, yeah. she, she lost 6 2 6 0. Yeah. Yeah, it was not pretty. But. We got some more action tonight. We'll go back to some first set overs. And then we have an actual tennis tournament. Qualifying starts for a couple tournaments this weekend. Um, play starting even tonight. That's a fun part about the Aussie season. There's evening tennis um, here in the States. United Cup, two first set overs. Uh, Jewel Niemeyer and Marie Buzkova. Um, Buzkova unable to win for us as a dog earlier in the week, unfortunately. But was serving well. Played some solid tennis. Um, was able to get that first set to 6-4. A good chance for 7-5 there. Niemeyer generally plays some pretty long sets um this is one uh, these have been a little tougher to find you can find the first set overs i, I don't know if anybody's going to let me stack these up today but um we try to do both of those if you have the option again um just looks like we'll have two kind of solid holds here um the court's been playing really fast in australia as they generally do and then a similar vein laura siegman and petra kvitova kvitova tiebreaker in her first set just yesterday um siegman has been playing tennis which is generally good for her um 
starting to build herself back in form. These two women have played a handful of times. They're generally long matches, but um, have seen kind of that same dynamic where the second set can be pretty short. So I'm going to get over nine and a half here at plus money. I had this closer to minus 110. And then in Adelaide, um, qualifying starts in Adelaide tonight. Anastasia Potapova um, goes up against Taylor Towson. Towson's is one of the more curious tennis players. Let's let's say that she doesn't have the general body that you would expect of a tennis player, um, but plays a really creative style, attacks the net, is really good during grass seasons, a fantastic doubles player, but in her singles career has really struggled. Goes up against Potapova, one of the better young players, someone that continues to kind of push up the rankings and at some point maybe someone that wins tournaments like this. Um, have her as a much bigger favorite in this match, closer to minus 160, honestly. So anything minus 140 or better looks pretty good. She has the power. Um, she doesn't mind the net play. There's not really a lot of stuff that Towson's going to throw at her that's going to bother Potapova here tonight. So I'll take Potapova minus 135. And two first set overs, I guess, is the last official brown bag bets of the year. It's crazy. Our last bet of the year. We all should have worn brown gonna, bags today. Yeah, it's going to be... Um, Potapova. Maybe I'll wear one on Monday, depending on how that goes. Yeah, I prefer plastic at the at the grocery store. I, I recycle I like paper I with that. plastic on the outside. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the environment. I guess I'm sorry. Maybe I'm maybe I'm bad about that. I don't know. I don't. I can't do the thing. I would never remember my bags. I didn't even bring my wallet to town the other day. I stopped at the store. I'm like, oh, it's on my nightstand. Guess I'm not buying anything. I don't have Apple Pay because I don't have an Apple phone. Gets me out of work though sometimes. Uh, Matt, you have to test some things on your Apple phone this week. That's true. I don't. Android till I die, I guess. Mostly just because I keep going to the store when mine breaks. No, you got an iPad. You got an iPad. I do have an iPad, but it's my kids. But I, yeah, I just bring my phone to the store and say, give me the newest version of this broken phone because I know how the operating system works and I don't want to learn anything new. So for the longest time, they've just continued to do that. Uh, honestly, since smartphones have come into my life. So, Hey, you guys, I wish you all a happy new year. I hope your 2023 brings you much joy. You know, the thing is your betting record resets. Everybody's Oh, Oh, and Oh, in about 30. What do we, yeah. 37 hours central time. 36 it is really close. 36 hours till your betting record resets. You are no longer a loser, guys, if you had a losing record. But if you were a winner, also, you were starting back at square one. So enjoy it. Hit the thumbs up on the way out if you like New Year's and have a good one. Don't uh, drink and drive. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Oh, my God. That's not That's like a week ago. I was talking about a $100,000 cocaine. Dan, say, save him. Save us. Kill save it. him, Dan. Dan. <laughs>